0: week it has been ladies and gentlemen boys and girls xbox gamers and gamettes Mm. we're the x1 bros Mm. Mm. this is your positive gaming and xbox have you been working on that i just winged it right there wow i took a big sip of caffeine and bam (laughs) he's back in the game daddy's back oh baby as always i'm joined by the bros the x1 bros first it's mr mcspicy hello how's it going then there's Jordan the man hello and last but not least i am x1 Thank you very much everybody for being here. We had a fantastic pre show. It, it was a blast. Really we we well did done. some reminiscing. So for those of you that are new, that are listening, come join us on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash X1Bros. Also join us over in our Discord page, which all the links are over on YouTube. Come we, join us. Yeah, we stream the podcast, uh like the recording of it live. So we have a chat room, everything. Pre show, uh, we go we go down some roads, maybe we go hard. That, that we uh Hard, hot and heavy. The three H's. Shouldn't the go triple down. H. Hard, hot, heavy. But triple H. Triple H of life. Uh, but no, yeah, we had a really, I had a really good time on this pre-show. It was a lot of so, fun. A lot of fun. we had a lot of big news this week. In fact, we might as well bring up like a trailer for it. I guess I don't know the Steam Deck. Sure, yeah. Steam, Steam Deck, Deck was announced this week. Now you ask yourself, what the does that have to do with the Xbox? Well, you can start off with what is that. Yeah, true. The Steam Deck, which I think is actually poor naming because there's the Stream Deck from Elgato. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, like, I was a little confused on the name. Anyways, the Steam Deck, everybody, Valve announced this week, and this is a portable PC gaming device, and you're thinking, well, is not that just a laptop? No. This is like the Nintendo Switch of well, Valve. It's kind of the next iteration of the Nvidia Shield. You remember the you, you right. Shield? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like the next step up from that. You know? It is, yes. It was announced this week, and Phil Spencer actually tweeted about it after. It was announced. He tweeted at Valve Software. He said, "Quote: This looks really great. Congrats to the team at Valve Software on getting so many of us excited to be able to take our games with us wherever we decide to play." Couple things stand out to me about that tweet. Number one, take our games wherever we decide to play. That is exactly what Phil Spencer has saying. You know, has said that's the Xbox model. Play wherever you want, whenever you want, however you want. And I think secretly. Phil Spencer is super stoked because Valve just created the portable Xbox for them. Well, I think there, there is, because we don't really know anything about, let's say, deals. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think he either talked to Valve or, or Valve has decided to put Game Pass on there. Because if you notice, we're watching the trailer right now. Yeah. If you notice, a lot of the games that they're showing are games that are on Game Pass. Control, Doom, uh, Jedi, which is EA Play Game Pass last jedi. Yeah. A lot of games maybe. and it was it I was it was front and center. That. Yeah, if you notice the games they're showing. Well, I mean, they're also showing PC games, but if you notice when they show the first screen of it in the trailer, it shows a list of recently played games. It was Control, Doom, like all Game Pass or mm. those two which are Game Pass. Or maybe games. maybe Game Pass just has some really good games. To well, show no, no, on. but <laughs> this is this is the thing. This is the thing. Mm. No, when, they choose the games yeah, carefully. Yeah, yeah, you, I yeah. I mean, you you do trailers, you edit, right? You yeah. when you, you, they're specifically showing something. It, you, you know what I mean? Like There is definitely a discussion as to which games should be shown, uh, and that is a discussion that takes quite a bit of effort and uh, you know, chatting and, and mm-hmm. bored and talking and, and chatting it out getting it ready and so it was a discussion and they, that's the games they chose so that's interesting jordan because this is i think this is the one this is the actual steam trailer right yeah yeah, this is it right yeah. Yeah. so anyway yeah it's uh i i think uh, and why would phil tweet that you know what i mean well i mean he does that for i mean that's that's just good it's good business it gets you out there it gives you like a nice appeal friendly appeal so i i don't think that there's Look right here. If you pause it right here, uh, yeah, yeah, Control. That is true. We're Ghost at the Runner. Prices. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Oh. If you went back to the very beginning because it looped. Yeah, uh, right here. If you pause right. Control, it right there. Control Doom Hades. Control Doom all? Hades, and I think that's Ghost Runner on the right. Is Ghost Runner on uh, Game I Pass? I don't, I don't know. Those so. first two are for the sure. First three, and are. I think Hades, Hades is just well. came to Xbox or is just coming to Game Pass. Yeah, that's interesting. That's mm. a good point. Good call, Jordan. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm I'm, I'm saying. You know, Mark, they, use, they specifically showed that for a reason. You know, Jordan's strength is dissecting uh, videos, <laughs> <laughs> like, copyright, <laughs> copyright videos, no. in in particular. Copyright, <laughs> copyright trailers. So, just so you guys know, when we were watching, this is a pre-show, a couple like a couple months ago, right? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. about the uh, monster movie, yeah, Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla. We brought that trailer up on screen in like a picture-in-picture, and Jordan was dissecting it and basically YouTube, yeah. Shut us down. Live. Yeah, they live. Did. They, they yeah. said stop streaming. And yeah. so we had to turn it off. Yeah. Jordan, you know, the Illuminati got involved, I think. Yeah. Because he was, was saying some and, things yeah. that uh Yes. Yeah, 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 spoiler alert, the movie sucked. It was actually really disappointing. Because the first two, like you're getting hyped and it was just it was a shame. They gotta come back and make a good one. So. Yeah, it was We not, need was good awesome. monster so movies. I'm, out there. I'm just saying that Jordan knows his trailers. And so we're, we're looking at this. Yeah. So this is on so this is on Steam OS, Steam operating system. However, it is open software. You can open load, source open source so, sorry open source you can load Windows on it um, you can hook this up to your computer right there it's kind of like a mini laptop it's supposedly pretty powerful do yeah, speaking of speaking of pretty powerful I'm gonna go to the screen where it shows some of the specs yep uh, let me go back a little bit because I hate these little yeah, can you like cancel those things I don't know uh, no you can' yeah, can sorry sucks. Um Okay. Carrie. Well, let's just look at the most expensive I like, one. I like for, that first one. Is that CDN mean Canadian? Canadian, yeah. Okay. What is what is eight hundred and nineteen dollars in USD? Let's or, just say, let's just say it's USD. It's let's say nine hundred USD. I don't know. Say eight hundred USD. Okay, whatever. Um, so it comes with an NVMe drive. Five hundred twelve gigabytes. Five hundred twelve. Anti glare etched glass. Yeah, it's not, it's carrying not really giving us any st- specs of the actual device. It's telling us that it has really pretty glass. Yeah, I that's mean, good. the NVMe SSD is... Well, that's speed. Big. Yeah, that's well, exactly. Steam yeah. is... Valve is very user-friendly, so I would assume there's expansion slots for memory. I don't know to be honest because I know Valve is, is they they are very user friendly like towards the users you know Do you but we we don't know that with hardware though yeah their hardware is very I mean this well, is, uh, during the trial I think well, they show the top I'll I'll take i am I'm gonna pause it again uh, because me and me and David were having this conversation before the show yeah, it's Game Gear it looks just like a Game it's Gear it's Valve's Game Gear it's Valve's Game Gear it really does even the screen with that black outline around it that is that is Game Gear it totally looks like that it's pretty sweet. Oh, it's 650 USD, Fitzy says. Okay, thanks. For the top thanks, one. Thanks, chat. Chat's always so good. Mm-hmm. Fitzy, you're great. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. I, I think as far as like the ergonomics of the thing, it does not look too comfortable. Although, looking at this angle, it looks like the cor- the bottom right and left bevel, corners like it kinda... bevel in a little bit. So, maybe it's not as yeah. uncomfortable. I'm watching some, is first, some reaction to it. The, like, st- like Valve let all these people come in and try it out for a few days. And everybody's reaction was it's it's pretty comfortable. Yeah. How I, how heavy is it? Because that's the. I mean, because mobile gaming, you got to think weight. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're you're playing. Is it girthy? <laughs> is it, is it girthy. Uh, yeah. Chad is also saying there is an expansion slot for the SD memory. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I figured there would be. So I wouldn't mind buying the lower one, the six hundred dollar one or the base one, and then just expanding my own memory. Like basically, like with the switch, make it more girthy. And make it more. Girthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, this this is exciting to me. I you know. It feels like I mean I was I was excited when the Nvidia Shields came out, but this feels I don't know it feels like the next step of the shield. So I, I I'm kind of excited to see how this works. You know. Yeah. So here's the here's the specs right here. Perfect. Uh, AM, we're running with the AMD Zen 2. Oh. Chip Zen 2. Good Zen. It's got uh, four cores, eight threads, 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz. It's uh, has an AMD RDNA 2 for its GPU. GPU, yep. Yeah. Core, eight core GPU units, 1.64 GPU clock speed, 16 gigabytes of DDR5 RAM, 64 gigabytes of, or sorry, the top one is the 512 NVMe S- 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 SSD. We've got seven-inch touchscreen. It's interesting that it's touchscreen. That looks bigger than seven inches. Seven inches is not that big. <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> uh, twelve eight twelve eighty uh, by eight hundred resolution, sixty. But hertz. it's still girthy. <laughs> Come on. It's sixty. Hertz. It's not all about. It length. does have uh, dual mics, USB Type C, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. It beats beats Nintendo Switch with that. Uh, battery is forty Whr. I don't know what that well, means, but I do know battery life is anywhere from three three to. 6 hours. Well, see what's interesting about that is the fact that it's touch screen. Touch screen is going to make the battery not be nearly as good as it could be. Yeah. If it wasn't touch screen, that would have saved a lot. Why of why part. touch screen though? You well, I mean because that's make it easy to navigate well, no, depending there's, on. there's an audience that plays a lot yeah, on mobile, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm sure they're trying to dip into that a little bit that they're used to a lot of uh, mobile style input. Brother yeah. Buddha and chat says I'd rather use this than my phone for Xcloud. No, yeah, well, yeah, I would do. Yeah, so what's interesting, the reason that we bring it up, because I feel like Valve just created, built a portable Xbox for Xbox because of Game Pass. And what's very interesting here is because Game Pass is all about the ecosystem and setting itself up and Xbox is the way that it is, it can take advantage of these technologies from from a distance so are you saying that then then this could be the cloud-based gaming device it could be I don't it's yet to be seen whether or not it will be what is interesting about this is I think it's really cool however with these types of games having a PC having a uh, console at this point is probably still the best way to play or the best way to play is they they hook up a mouse and keyboard and they have it on a monitor like a computer. And, and so what's interesting, and that's where do, it's so hard to beat Nintendo in the portable game, or to mm-hmm. even have half the success. PlayStation mm-hmm. tried to do it and built, but again, see, really good handhelds with see, the Vita. that being said, I, I'm going to say this. It might be unpopular. I don't think this device will compete. Will dent Nintendo's market. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. I just don't. And meanwhile, meanwhile Nintendo has a potato in compa- comparison like hardware? Yeah, hardware totally. Wise. Well, it's just Nintendo's focus, you know. They're not hardware software focused, focus, yeah. right, you know. Should we buy this, guys? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Uh, which version would we play? I I let's start with the base version because what if it sucks? Here's Here's my thing though. It's yeah. th- the biggest hurdle that this thing is going to have is its battery life. 3 hours. That's the same. It's equivalent to the Switch. I I looked it up. Correct, but whenever I play the Switch on mobile, I'm actually plugged into something. Yeah, that's well, I mean, well, I mean, that's how this That's, that's probably how this will be. It's USB-C, yeah. right? Yes, it is. And that hasn't hurt the Switch. But, again, you're probably on the Switch more consistent. So on the Switch, you're probably consistently on that six-hour mark. Whereas here, it will totally depend on the game. So what? Oh, yeah. Because what, some games are going to be just so graphically intense. What do you bring, intense. then? Do you bring the Switch, or do you bring this thing when you're going somewhere? I bring See, both. But... No, I think See, the switch. A, I think the switch wins because I also, I also. You know, depends what I'm a really playing that holds at the, both at the, both at the time. Yeah. A case that holds, well, yeah, it on holds Amazon well, you're able yeah. to get it. <laughs> yeah. A dual case. <laughs> you, you would just, you know, put a handle on it so it'd be like the old <laughs> yeah, cube, the old GameCube. Yeah, it's it's super interesting. I think if this does do cloud, and well, I mean, if I mean, so is it's open source. So you said you can, you can put Windows on this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Game Pass right there. I mean, if you, put yeah, those on you it. don't even now, need cloud. Now, that being said, if it, have a, if it has windows on it, th- that being, you get achievements too. that being said, even though it's open source, I, I don't feel like the majority of people will do that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I feel like there's a percentage of people that will do that. But I don't think that percentage is going to be relatively high. If you look again, if you look at the beginning, they obviously have their own software for it. I, don't, I think one of those. Ta- can we, can we go? I really think one of those tabs is going to be a Game Pass. Tab. I don't. I don't know, Jordan. I believe no, because it's Valve. It's Valve. It's Steam OS. I think so. It's just whatever Steam is. Yeah. I think the audience that's going to get this are would probably yeah would probably do it. I think power users get this. It's an eight hundred or it's a 600, 649. hundred forty nine six hundred fifty dollar switch. When you can have the switch or this, and you choose this or you get this. You're kind of a PC power user. Yeah. Can yeah. we go back real quick to where they're ho- He's hooked up to the PC. He hooked. He has it hooked up yeah. to a mouse, keyboard, and monitor. Because what's really interesting here, and then just let it play. Yeah, right here. What is on? Is that his chat? I think that's his Steam chat. No, it's his friends list. Yeah. Because and watch it'll move. On his on it. So he has it docked, and on the dock on the screen. Well, he's I browsing think that's a website. His, on I think, think, think someone logged chat. off. Yeah, someone. It looks like it. Like something moved there. It moved. It moved. <laughs> it moved. <laughs> Duro, a.k.a. Ryan says in chat, says pre-orders on this are sold out anyways. I mean, you would have expected that. I do think they rolled it out. It was really smart. I think their trailer where they talked about it, they had uh, the developers and stuff sitting there talking about it. it was really smart. It was a good way to go. They did a good job hyping this thing up. It seems to have all the bells and whistles. It's got, you know, directional... Gyroscopes in it's got mouse pad features, and everybody that I've watched that has a chance to, to play it says it takes 10 minutes or so to get used to it, but when it does, it feels pretty like a, it feels a lot like a mouse, yeah. Hmm. And there's cool technology in it. So, for instance, you don't have to have those mouse pads, it or even the joysticks, none, none of those moves Sorry. unless <laughs> your thumb is on it. It can detect if it's your thumb or not, which is that's a cool technology. Wait, it can detect if you have a thumb or Versus what else? I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, I, put think, put I think the, the reason is so that if you accidentally bump it, it doesn't mess up your game. Oh. You know? I'm sure you can just disable them all together. Yeah, too. Okay. it looks very customizable. Regardless, thoughts on making this the portable Xbox? Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah. That's, that's actually... It's super cool. I yeah, and if you're, I mean, if you're doing it through the cloud, all you need is an internet connection. So you're not, you you probably won't be like using but sucking no, down the battery. You, ha- you know what I mean? You have a hard drive, like you have a big hard drive on this with, you know, an SD, portable as well. That I'm sure you can get a big one and put all your games on. A I don't big I think boy. you can get a big, one. big I boy. I think uh, I th- like, you're not gonna need cloud for this. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. gonna have all the games installed Directly, on the device. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be very interested to see if they if this succeeds because I think. But it could it, be hey, cloud. Hey, hold too. on, hold on, go back. Here, go back. Do you think that is intentional? What What, what are you is, saying? So their buttons are ABXY. That's uh, kind of the. I think it's pretty standard. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah. only one other controller that does that. Uh, no. The, the, the Super Xbox Nintendo controller. one does Nintendo it too. Nintendo does it. No, they do. Maybe X Y. Z- no, don't 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 no, they do? Their like, triggers are Z. Jordan. Oh, is it Z? The they're, SNES had it. That's right. Theres are just like okay. they're just G- backwards. Yeah, they're just backwards. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Which always screws me up. Yeah. Really. Okay. Never mind. I take that back. Especially quick time events. Sorry, I'm trying to dive. There's only one that's different actually, and that is. I mean that does that does look like an Xbox. even has the hamburger button. That does look like an Xbox hamburger button and an Xbox joystick. And what's nice is on the backside, it's got. Shut the, up. <laughs> 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 uh, anyways, saying? anyways, it's just really interesting. I think I think what it does show is that the fact that people can get excited about this as a portal, portable Xbox, the strategy is correct in my mind. I, I I really believe it. I think we're seeing the flexibility of Xbox this generation, With being able to take advantage of these new technologies is just super cool. But look at the, look is, at the cooling well, Look at the intake yeah, at, at the top and no, then the at, exhaust right that, there. That's a big exhaust. That's half that's <laughs> almost <laughs> half bigger than my backside. car. Yeah, that thing. I bet you it does I bet you it does run hot. Really hot. Yeah, that and that's the thing. Like, it's going to I'm I a the fans are gonna be cranking. That's why it's only three hours because they have to cool the thing. Yeah. We we were talking earlier this week about MMOs. We're thinking about Getting in... The big the big debate right now is Warcraft, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. big streamers have moved over to Final oh, Fantasy. Yeah. Final Now, the only... Not the only, but I feel like there's the big three. Correct me if I'm wrong. World mm-hmm. of Warcraft, Final yeah. Fantasy, and ESO. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like that would be I the big three. I think they're your big theme park, you know, mainstream yeah. MMOs. Yeah. yeah, so Final Fantasy is... Hot in the news right now because no, it's, it's really hot because Warcraft is seeing an exodus. I don't know if we can say mass exodus, but we can say an exodus. Yeah, and just kind of making some PR and mistakes. Some, some big high-end streamers, Asma, Asma streaming Gold streaming to two hundred thousand yeah. people. Yeah. Final Fantasy. Well, I was just I was watching it the other day when he was doing like base raids. He's still over at a hundred thousand. Like yeah. guys, I mean, he's, people are craving the game, and it does show you the power of streaming because yeah. I, Spicy, and I have not talked all week. And we talked today, and I was like, Spicy, I'm thinking about getting into Final Fantasy. And he said, so have I. <laughs> yeah. And, and it shows you the power of streaming, the power of hype. Now, out of the big MMOs, and Asmogold actually brought this up, but out of the big MMOs, the big three, ESO is the only one on Xbox, and now is owned by Xbox. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> Maybe that's why people don't go over. <laughs> so that's cool. So that's cool. Uh, uh. But, it, do you think Final Fantasy has a good chance of coming to Xbox. You, you, um, we've had a lot of Square Enix games coming to Xbox recently on Game Pass. What prevents Final Fantasy from coming? That's, yeah, the, that's the big question is we don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but you remember at the, I think it was the Fan Fest when it was in Mexico City uh, where Phil Spencer and they had the, the Japanese guys out there and they're all like, oh yeah, it's coming. You know, where all these all these new Japanese or all these new Final Fantasy games are coming. It's when we got, uh, I think we got seven uh 10 11 or 10 12 you know we got all the games coming to game pass and phil spencer said at the end or they said i think i don't know if he said it in an in, in the interview or in like a news post afterwards but he said to the effect that yes there is one game missing from this list and that is 14 we are working on it right now yeah. and the main reason uh, from what i understand uh yoshi p who's the game director over over final fantasy 14 The goat. Yeah, basically. He's the Japanese, like, Todd Howard. Yeah. yeah, he's, He's... That guy's the man. Anyway, he was saying the reason he didn't bring it to Xbox initially, and again, just paraphrasing, is because they were closed down like they, they if he if he was going to put his game on xbox that his game it would play, be cross-platform. it would be cross platform cross progression everything with playstation and pc and his 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 mentality is is our community is not going to be divided we are going to have one i th- yeah and that's genius i, I think, think it's a really smart because right now yeah. that's how it is whether you're playing on pc or playstation 4 or playstation 3 and now playstation 5 you all play together with Final Fantasy Online. I think it's it's a good move on his part. It makes your, you know, your community bigger and in an MMO you want MMOs. Yeah. No, and this is this you is want what massively I, multiplayer. This game, I mean, we we see how well it's we see how well it's, <laughs> it we really how well it's doing. We see how well it's doing right now just this week. I mean, it's sold out on their website. Like the game, an MMO, literally sold out. Uh, from what I understand, the the, keys. In, the influx in players, they didn't have enough keys generated, so they had to they had to go and generate more keys. It, it didn't have anything to do with like server limitations. So ES- it was the keys. They uh, let enough. me ask you this: ESO is everywhere. It's on PC and all consoles, mm-hmm. and it's probably why it has the most players. Does is or and, some I, and I, is it, have, I think it does. And sorry, is it cross uh, not cross account? Is it uh, no. cross play? No, cross, it cross platform? no, it is not. No, it is not. Interesting. Is that an architecture issue? I wonder. Well, they always say it is, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is I don't think it is. Well, I mean, okay, okay, I think there's probably stuff that they have to work with, and, and there's probably some stuff they have to do to make it happen. But I feel like you could probably get about five guys on that, and they could work it out. Says You know what I mean? Says us who have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, uh, let's take uh, Omar Gonzalez from Blizzard. They said, no, man. No, Omar, you can't do it. You can't make classic welcome back. He locked himself in his office for a day and came out and said, hey, I made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> if Omar could do it. Yeah. <laughs> So, do we th- so I know the last what is Square Enix's big reveal. Remember they were having like a big reveal what a few months ago about Final Fantasy 14. Well, they got there. well, Square Enix is in a in a great spot right now. And everybody because, thought they were going to reveal that Final Fantasy on oh yeah, was coming to Oh yeah, it was it Xbox. was during their big kind of fan fest stuff. Yeah. They they talked about PlayStation 5 and the graphical updates and stuff like that and everybody was like, "Oh, and they're going to say Xbox, they're going to say Xbox." And then nothing happened. And I, to my surprise, there was because there's a few bigger content creators in the Final Fantasy space that I like to watch on YouTube and, yep. and stream and stuff. To my surprise, they were actually disappointed. Well, it's again and it, and it was it brings in an audience yeah no it, well yeah it enlivens and enlivens the game. Well, and the idea was like, hey, the more players we have, the better. I mean, let's why and that's when the question arose, why. Like, and that's when everybody's like... every We know they've talked about it in the past. People want it to happen. There's a demand for it to happen. Why is it not happening? The only thing I can think of right now is maybe Sony has some type of console deal with it. But neither Square Enix or Sony have ever said anything about it. So I don't know. Yeah. Because it feels like the barriers yeah. have been... And maybe Xbox hasn't knocked down those barriers yet. It feels like they have been knocked down. Well, I don't think... I mean, when games accidentally... You know, loop in Sony and Microsoft yeah. Accidentally, yeah, accidentally on like, their end, like Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. And let's just let's just hit that switch and send that's a an signal. accidental that's, switch. Yeah, that's like shooting, a, shooting, firing over the bow, sending mm-hmm. a warning shot. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, it actually the game actually we're watching I mean, it, it happens it, on accident. Let's put somebody <laughs> in a room for a day, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Omar. Like, like Omar, like Omar. Omar. Yeah. yeah, that guy's legend. So <laughs> <He's on> give <laughs> me. <laughs> Because we've, the reason that I'm bringing this up is because we've been thinking about playing it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get started if it comes over to Xbox and I can't switch accounts. So, for instance, I've wanted to play no, ESO. No, no, no. It's, it's one solid I've wanted solid to play account. ESO on the PC because I just think it looks so good on the PC. The, le- and the way the, the interface is, the UI, it just looks better. But I don't want to play ESO on the PC because I can't bring it over to the Xbox. No, it's, it's all login-based. So, for an example, my brother-in-law played from his PlayStation 4. He bought it. He can now buy it on the PC, and he logs into his same account. It's all cross play. But you do have to buy it separately. Yes. The only thing you have to do is basically think of Destiny. Destiny is cross-play or cross-progression everywhere you go, but you do have to buy the content for each platform, which I'm okay with. with that. I'm yeah, okay I don't with it. I, and I, I said this again. I would buy – I've already bought Overwatch like eight times. I would I would buy the game over and over Yeah, I buy the game over and over again. That's why I, I don't mind paying and supporting the developers multiple times if I can bring my progression with me. And in Final Fantasy, you can do that. Give me your prediction, Jordan. In the next year, do you think Final Fantasy Online comes to Xbox? I hope so. That's all I can say. (laughs) I really hope so that's all I can say about that (laughs) yeah no I think I I do think right now Final Fantasy is in an awesome position because they they have this huge influx of players all these streamers are coming to play the game and the thing on top of that is they're enjoying the game and you have a huge free trial that all these new players can try out and then cherry on top, they're 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 riding. In the next two months, we're getting a whole new expansion. Like and they're they're on top of that. Your competition is imploding. Well, no, I actually think that's why oh, yeah, the yeah. influx is there. No, no, yeah. No, no. But because what I'm saying is, they don't have to worry about like at least anytime soon. It doesn't look like Blizzard is riding can write the ship immediately. It's going to take time if they do. Well, they've been, I think they've been slowly sinking for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually why, so, I mean, we could talk about. Yeah, I would that. like to talk. So big news on the on the Blizzard side. We're big Blizzard fans. Uh, spicy Jordan, you guys play Overwatch, which is on the Xbox. Can I, I used to be a Blizzard fan. Can I amend that a little bit? Yeah. I used to be a Blizzard fan. I am now a Blizzard game fan. I'm uh, not a fan of Blizzard anymore. Uh, interesting. I feel like my loyalties have shifted slightly. Well, it's I it's, still enjoy their games. It's because what they used to bring out was always top tier well, quality. I feel like they have forgotten about me. Oh. I really do. I th- and I really I think Blizzard, I mean Blizzard before I mean they were like god tier developers. Everybody really looked up to Blizzard. Agreed. And they, they could do all- no wrong. <laughs> I've said this many times on the show, they can only crush my balls so many times. <laughs> you know. Uh, I, but I still come back to their games because I love them. However, what we're about to talk about is kind of the, uh, there's been a lot held. of rumors and stuff, and, and there's been some posts and threads where employees were fed up, and they just started posting what was going on. In yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly what's yeah, been going so. on, and it, a lot of things make sense after... Yeah. Yeah, so that fits a lot of the puzzle pieces. Well, like, so there was a post drop this week, uh, supposedly internal from a developer, allegedly, allegedly, so where he talked a little bit about some of the turmoil that is happening at Blizzard right now regarding World of Warcraft. Probably kicked it off. Asmongold kicked it off when he started streaming. He's a, for those of you that don't know, he's the world's largest World of Warcraft streamer. Well, I think he's the world's largest streamer. He switched over. Uh, yeah, he yeah. switched over to Final Fantasy for the first time. Um, and when he did, some a Blizzard developer, and I don't know if it was multiple, tweeted out that he's an asshole. Well, it was is, in like a thread of tweets, which is know. always was, which, story, which is was, always a good a good thing to do. It was yeah. Well, it was it was a specific community trying to get their community to grief him while he plays. And what what the, what the big deal was was a Blizzard higher up t- kind of supported that. Yeah, and you, they basically yeah. that's self- what. Caused a lot yeah. of issues A certain t- tweet said hey we should Ruin Asmogold's experience basically And the the Blizzard developer said yeah that Guy's an a-hole well and then what's interesting is Final Fantasy developers Helped him oh, oh yeah, yeah he's yeah They they all everybody that Griefed him banned within like Three hours <laughs> all banned boom <laughs> for, boom boom and, and some of them were banned for nine Days and Asmogold <laughs> says wow It's so nice to have a Developer care <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that right there, and then you see this whole, it this happened everything. like last week, yeah. and all the influx of people jumping ship from World of Warcraft going into this game, I mean, because of the power of streaming, right, yeah. and everything that's happened, and and have, seeing a developer care, and Asmogold enjoying himself and other people enjoying this game, and the hype just increases, Blizzard's not in a good spot right now, they do not look good. Yeah. especially because of what's been going. Yeah, on. and then the leak comes out from a developer, and he talks about Overwatch. He mentions Overwatch in the leak as well. So I see. Will you explain that and then just give your thoughts? Because we talked a little bit about it before the show, and it, he he basically said what you have said before. Why Overwatch isn't what it once was, perhaps? Sure. Um, I mean, the alleged you know leaks just talked about how. Um, Overwatch is the fascination that Blizzard has with Overwatch is it's esports scene and um, the game is and I've said this before many times and this, I'll, I'll say what I say and the, the comments in it were basically the same uh, the game is balanced from the top down Blizzard actually likes to do this quite a bit with their esports games they do it in Starcraft a lot um, they do it in, in these types of games they do it in Overwatch uh, they definitely don't balance it for consoles which I would say are the more casual player base, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're specific to balancing it and having the game appeal to pro players. What that does, I mean, that's that's fine, but what that does is it alienates a lot of casual players and it alienates a lot of maybe just more hardcore but not pro-level players as well. It, it makes it so your user base declines a little bit um, just by naturally, how what that does to a game, and that is one of the reasons that this message you know, that I've been saying that for a long time. Like, I, w- I wish they cared about consoles, I wish they cared a little bit more about people that don't have the APM and the, the skill base to or, play or, or, or are trying to be pro, thousands That's just of enjoying hours, the game. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and so it it actually he they whoever posted that mentioned that. Their fascination with Overwatch being an e- just specific to esports and nothing else is actually hurting the game. Yeah, which is really, really interesting. Captain Obvious in chat says, I love Overwatch. I'm a huge fan, but I'm really disappointed at Overwatch 2 and the stuff we've sure. seen. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, it, to be honest, I still don't think we really know what Overwatch it, 2 is. I don't think you should call it Overwatch 2. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And I where, don't understand. where is it? Where is it? it's been it's been a long time since they posted that. yeah, it's gonna have PVE maps now. Moral of the story. <laughs> that's, that's it. Just because you're on top doesn't mean you'll always be on top. And I think well, well every that, that's actually the big message that this post was talking about is they have had the attitude for so long. We just are king, and nothing's mm-hmm. going to dethrone us. Well, so and we can do whatever we want. What's really interesting about that is all the big streamers and content creators have been using the World of Warcraft line when Arthas the Lich King dies. What he, he, he was told: no king rules forever. <laughs> <laughs> so they've all everybody's been saying, as Blizzard taught us: yeah, no well, king rules forever. Which is, I mean, the the post went into. I mean, I don't play World of Warcraft. I played Classic for a little bit, but. I we don't, had fun. I I actually really yeah. enjoyed classic a lot. It was it was a good time. Time sync though, I had to live on with my, go back to living. <laughs> yeah. But they did even mention it's in a really interesting article. I'm sure you can find it online if you want to. Not article, but posts. screenshots series, of, series posts. of posts. Um, and he talked about even the disappointment with the storyline. Did you catch that, Jordan? With yeah, I'm Sylvanas. What and, they're doing with Sylvanas, I think, is I'm just going to say it. It's it's, it's horse crap. Like it's it's terrible. Like it's I don't like what they're doing with Sylvanas. Well, and you did mention their attitude is they um, will like it. They just yeah. don't know they'll like it. Yeah, which is fine because I do. Even think, he does. I do think that sometimes that creative license. And if you're, for instance, like a Phil Jackson, right? I think they're going to like it. And if it does work out, it works out. But that's not necessarily yeah, the case. Yeah, here. the whole so the whole storyline with Sylvanas goes all the way back to I would say Legion, the expansion. That story was decent when she. So, Sylvanas in Legion becomes the war chief, and that's the only thing I'll say. I won't go any forward, right? Uh, she becomes the new war chief of the Horde, and I think, oh, that's a good pick. I like that, right? And I like that story with her, and I, I like how she becomes war chief. I was okay with that. Some people were, uh, anyway. But since then, like going into BFA and, and now this new Shadowlands expansion, her story is just. It, they're, uh, to be honest, I feel like there's no creativity. They're doing the same thing they did last time. It's basically another garish hell scream, you know. Oh, good guy, bad guy. Oh, redemption. It's just, it's, it's, yeah. It's just, it's the same story we've heard over and over again, you know. So she's, and I just don't like what they're doing. Like she is the reason I don't like what they're doing with her because I think she's actually a very cool character. Her whole story with Arthas, leading up to when she, like the whole story from the beginning. Like her whole interactions with Arthas through Wrath of the Lich King, and then leading up to Legion where she becomes the War Chief, I think is really solid stuff. And then after that, they're just like, "Oh well, we should ruin her." They're Disneying it. Yeah, it's just it's just. W- and in in the post, they even like spoil what's gonna happen. And if that does happen, well then we'll know the post was true. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but, if it's spoiled, but, they might change it though. Yeah. Too. So and I I hope they Which change it because I don't. But see, they're they're so far, you can't really change to anything good now. I mean, you can do a few things to kind of negate the story you've told before, but this whole last patch, 9.2, I think we're on, right? 9.1, 9.1, sorry. Uh, The storyline with her at the end of the raid, it's it's just, uh, it's it's like... One thing that I do respect Blizzard on is their aggressive strategy. And I knew this before. This isn't like new knowledge, but to beat their competition... They would specifically schedule releases whenever their competition had a release. Mm-hmm. That, is that is smart. hilarious. That is Because awesome. at the time, I mean, you can probably still argue it now if you want, but at the, you're, they're the king, right? They're on top. Everybody's going to come back and play the game. And with a game like that, you cannot play anything else. You can't play anything else, Yeah. No. yeah. Anyways, it's really interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this evolves over time. Diablo 4 was mentioned in that post. Yeah, well. didn't it say like uh, we did? The, they, got, they they did got, the mobile thing, and they were they had no plans they had, for number four. Well, I think what it said. The reason that the post everybody thinks it's real is because it feels real. Because when you watch the Diablo, they had no clue that this would not be well received, and that is indicative of a a company being out of touch, at least at the higher levels. Mm-hmm. Out of touch. That's actually how I would describe them but well that's the thing is even if this isn't true a lot of the stuff that was said in there is how the general blizzard consumers feel right now assume 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 and feel happening. so So, yeah that's why it feels really accurate anyway it's really interesting we're only 10 days away from flight simulator by the way can you believe that that's dirty yeah and by all accounts it looks like we're going to get the same PC experience. Yeah, it's super cool. So, there was an article over on Pure Xbox that talked about this. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about. Um I'll just read the quote. So it's just at the it's just the very last quote. It's one of the I believe it's one of the game developers that said this. It says he says quote What you see right now. So we're talking about the graphics and the fidelity, like the game itself. So we're talking about the game of flight simulator. What you see right now that people are impressed by on a three thousand dollar PC. Guess what? It comes pretty much unchanged to a five hundred dollar console. <sighs> And we are putting things in place to bring it to even lower spec devices that's like phones. arouses me. And what they what they talk about later in the article is they talk about we can have this box, this console, this $500 Xbox, play this game basically at unchanged from PC settings because they're using a lot of cloud stuff. Wow. So what, And then that's why he says, and we're putting stuff in place. So can you imagine getting flight simulator fidelity on your phone? Ooh, the and not because your phone's a supercomputer, but just because because it's using yeah. the power. Yeah, of using here. the power of the cloud. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we're all jumping in day one yeah. ah. on the Series X, flying with our joysticks, our thrust masters, our thrust masters. Our our thrust thrust masters. You guys yeah. gonna are you going to get the are new? new uh, going to get the? I yeah. I don't think I am. Although I would like to experience it. The new Turtle Beach controls. Yeah. The I, I'll tell you what. The, I yolk, will, the flight. Yolk. I would. I would get those if I do. If I dive. How much are those? Into flight simulator, three hundred dollars. Let's just get them. What's you know three what? hundred? Yeah, okay. why not? Question: okay. Would you rather get that? <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather get the yoke or the steam deck? I would say yolk. the yoke. <laughs> and you just One. see the problem that steam deck has to yeah. sell itself. <laughs> yeah. you know, it is a price point. Six yeah. fifty is a lot of money. That's yeah. more. That's a series. And it's going to be, nice be sold out for a long time. So I'd rather get the yoke now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does the yoke will the yoke enhance your experience? Oh that yeah. Much? Have you ever used a yoke? Are you kidding? Have you used yes. the flight yoke before? I've never used the yoke. I've used the joystick that you guys yeah, have. Yeah, no, the yoke's even better. No, yeah. I will not play flight simulator without some sort of a, you know erected <laughs> erected device that I can thrust forward. Yeah. Especially when you get the top yeah. gun. <laughs> oh yeah, the top, the top gun. Top expansion gun yeah, exactly. No, we're it's gonna. super exciting. I've said it before. I'll say I'll say it again. Um I think, I think this, it's been niche. I think we're about to see Flight Simulator not be niche. Like, games or consoles always use car games to show off how pretty they are. Microsoft now has Forza and it has this Flight yeah. Simulator to show the power of the Xbox Series X. It's going to be really, really exciting. Cooper asks in chat, how big do you think the game will be to install? I think they mentioned, I think they talked about it, and I think it comes in, Right around hundred gigs. Am I am I correct on that? Am Dude, I to correct? be honest, they're all. I just assume it's, it's gonna a be a rotating hundred gig. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind that as you play, you're downloading another hundred gigs as yeah. you play. <laughs> I just I just assume every game is over a hundred nowadays. You know <laughs> what I true. mean? Like it's it's eighty three. I just I just well played. that's what it is on the PC. So what they don't know what it is. They imagine it's gonna be around the same on the Xbox. But keep in mind that eighty three is just the game. Not the actual satellite data that you'll be pulling in twenty four seven as you play. Yes, yeah, so make sure. You I wonder to... if the setting is going to be the same. Like, yeah, cap uh, for data yeah, caps. Yeah, it it'll be like, uh, just so you know, if you have Comcast, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, if you have data caps, yeah. Uh, if, yeah. if you're a, if you're one of the ISPs that are idiots, you're screwed. Yeah, and I. <laughs> Yeah, don't go with them. It puts them out of business. Everyone just leaves. (laughs) Just don't. Well, who else is there? You know, kind of thing. That's the problem. I don't want to get on the soapbox. Yeah, not a fan. But I think data caps are evil, and I think they're stupid. Amen. And you know what it's like? I'm just going to say Yeah. It's like if a plumber. This is what I, when the solicitors come to my house, the Comcast solicitors, I actually have a heated discussion with them all the time. It's actually quite funny. And I'm like, I'm a power user, dude. I'm not an idiot. You can use all these phrases that I know what you're saying and I know what they mean and you're lying to me. (laughs) Anyways, it's like if a plumber put pipes in your house and then charged you monthly for the water going through those pipes. That is what data caps is. And they charge you more for more. It bugs the crap out of me and I hate them. I think data caps are a lie. I think they're stupid. And I think they should be abolished. Preach. Breakups are stupid. It's an invented thing to make more money. Yeah. And people just are they people just they're not as educated as some tech users would be. It's and like, so they just allow it. It's like it's like when they started charging for an extra bag. Well, what's At funny the, is it's not like. Airplane. I think you made the comment one time too, Mark. It's like it's not like there's a guy out there like digging it up. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just it's there it's data. They're not <laughs> creating this data. It's coming from that computer out in Alabama, yeah. and they're using well, that's, yes, their pipes to that's get to me. That's what's funny is the well, it, and it's sometimes not their pipes, but it's it, it's you know it's going from there to there. They didn't create that. They just built the pipework. The the plumber. Yeah. Well, Yet like, They're saying that they created that bull crap. What's funny is and and like in its most basic form. The the internet is literally a bunch of computers hooked to each other. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's all it is. is. So that's it's it. not, it's not like, like, oh, we got to go mine more, you know? Frustrates me. And I have yeah. this, I have these discussions with people on my porch all the time. There was one guy. They haven't blacklisted your house? Like, don't, no, go, to, don't because, go to his house. Well, because Comcast, I get calls from them all the time. Comcast has like outside people that. Oh yeah, that sell. That sell yeah, for like it. And I'm, they keep calling me. On an address that I had eight years ago. I never get. And I'm like, stuff, can you yeah. please take me off this list? What oh, I do, sure, sorry. What I do get is solar. Solar, oh, solar. Yeah, I get all a the ton time. of solar. I yeah, I do, too. And it's always like, hey, man, you can get this for free. This will be free. Nothing's free, bro. Yeah, Really? All right, we, if it, if it, I, don't I don't believe you. We pulled, he had me pull out my contract of my current ISP that I have, which is no data caps, by the way, fiber that I have in this house. And he's and, like, and show me. It? And I pulled it up and I showed him <laughs> right there. I knew exactly where it was. And he's all, oh, oh, oh. And he's like, yeah. He's like, there's no way you can do a terabyte in a month. I'm like, I did that last weekend without even thinking. Yeah, You know, it's funny is <laughs> so I used to work for an Internet company and I had their Internet for my stuff and yeah. we could see how much you use every month. And one of the one of the programmers was like, he was like, well, I mean, he wasn't happy with the data cats. He was like, well, at least it's a terabyte. You know, not a lot of people are use it. And I was like, well, I use that. And He's like, no way. I was like, yeah. So I pulled up my account. He was like, holy. It was like, it's because games are 100 gigs and you're downloading them all the time. We're not grandmas just (laughs) sending emails to our kids every week. We have Netflix. We have Hulu, Disney Plus. We have everything. Well, and if you. I send the biggest files to my clients you could possibly imagine. (laughs) I hit that in like three hours. And if you down, let's say you download Master Chief Collection. You are, you're at what? 150 gigs out of twelve hundred, right? So you're you're I mean that creeps up. Adds quick. up really quick. Yeah. Another ten of those. Then Warzone comes out with an update and you're halfway there, you know. <laughs> That's like he's like, There's no way you hit terabyte in a month. Are you kidding me? I do that in my sleep. Let me ask you <laughs> let me ask you this. Speaking of Warzone. Oh, okay. That is where gaming podcasts, <laughs> not yeah, on my soapbox. No, David. speaking of Warzone, based on what we're seeing with Battlefield. Because Battlefield was always kind of seen as as the competition to Warzone, and I feel like it's kind of gone away, and Call yeah. of Duty has just established its dominance once again. Yeah. Well, that's w- what happens when you, you know, <laughs> with Battlefield 2042 and all the news that's coming out with it, and it, that. it looks it looks like we're getting an aggressive yeah. Battlefield, a well done Battlefield. It, is this the battlefield to compete with warzone well i think it is and i think the mentality is i mean you, you you take you take good ideas from other games right i mean that's that's always happened that always will happen but the mentality i think this time is they said hey let's get back to basics let's make battlefield battlefield what what made battlefield fun right i don't think i mean they probably i mean i i think games are best developed when you're in the design room and you you don't you're not saying, okay, what's the competition doing? We need to copy it and do better. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you just make a fun game, it automatically. Can I? Can you know, I? Can I add something that yeah, might be yeah, controversial yeah. too? Yeah, go ahead. Go I ahead. just want to say. If you're in, there's two ways to approach developing a game nowadays. There's the, let's make a game fun. Yeah. There's probably multiple ones, but, or there's the, what's the way, what's the best way that we can push our political agenda, right? (laughs) What, what way do you think is going to get people to buy more games? Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think what a lot of game developers have ran into Mm -hmm. and have lost the fight because money talks yeah. money speaks and i think that this is a perfect example battlefield is a per- perfect example of that then don't buy our game well okay i guess i'll go play another game right so i guess i'll go play the new well, call of duty especially in an industry where there's just so many options and that what's so interesting when we've been seeing trailers and stuff with battlefield i think they have they have, are, they have a pr guy they're point. like they're like I can only read this paragraph yeah. right now. <laughs> the gun is just off screen like it's like a hostage situation. No, I think they do cuz that last interview we saw from them when it was like a video interview, like they were asked questions and they went, "Yeah, that's that's actually really cool. We're going to do cool stuff." Well, also next man- question, manage, like it's very man- yeah, management matters. I think EA, you get the, the same in the same vein as Blizzard. You get so big you, it's easy to lose touch sometimes, and and you you kind of need out you need to take a step back. It yeah. does feel like EA they've restructured a lot. Yeah. Mm, you have really high quality well, leadership in there now with the way that they the way that they've done respawn and restructured all of that and yeah. put them over games like Battlefield Apex. Well, let's, it seems let, super focused. Let's go back to Battlefield One again. It was that thing. I don't know how to best describe it. I'm probably you know, I, but I'm basically saying I th- when when you're in the development room. And you're thinking, okay, how can we make the Call of Duty players come over? I don't think you're going to necessarily get a successful game. You can take features that work from a game and implement them into your game, but I think you need to think, how can we make our game fun? And I think they did that with Battlefield 1. Everyone was going to the future and they said, hey, let's do our own thing. Let's go to World War 1. Let's make it fun. That's true. And that game exploded. I I do think because of sheer numbers, Call of Duty. One I sold more that year. I, what was it? Advanced Warfare that year, or something like that. I think it was with John Snow that year. <laughs> yeah. was, it John it was, Snow? It, was it John Snow that year? I think it was John Snow that year. The, the winter is coming. Yeah. So, I, so I, I mean, just because of sheer Call of Duty numbers, but but Battlefield One was good. I mean, it had its missteps like anything else, and I think that I think the high of Battlefield One, they came in and they're like, oh, we can do whatever we want with World War Two. Well, it don't stink. I think yeah. that's what really jordan you hit it on the head when they care not about cop like not about beating competition but making the funnest game that they possibly could make that's the approach to making games mm-hmm. that i think is a, is a is an approach for success make the game fun to an audience that'll enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the best way to build you know, build a game. Anyways. Well, and that's, and that's why this battlefield stuff is so exciting. You want to talk about like the big yeah, the bullet points cross, here? The, cross play. So yeah, the biggest one is the cross play. Yeah. So it has been confirmed that we're getting cross play, which is, which is good. I do think overall cross play is a good thing. Now the way they're doing their cross play and they are testing it in their first technical alpha. It was supposed to be in early June, but they've pushed it back, which I'm okay with. You know, they're pushing it back to later. Um, so how crossplay is going to work is PC, Xbox Series consoles, so X and S, and PlayStation Five will all crossplay with each other because Very cool. they can they can all do the 128 it's players. Like the next and, generation. Yeah, yeah. So the next generation can all crossplay with each other, and then the previous generation can crossplay with each other as well because the previous generation they did talk about it in their post today is a more tailored experience so so maps are a little bit smaller there's a smaller payer count it's not forgotten it's just a tailored experience I don't have the, a problem with that yeah. at all i think that's fantastic i think that's fine too the big thing, which a lot of people like, is you can choose to turn on or off cross-play. or cross, uh, cross play. Now, the reason people like this is is I, I have some friends that play on PC, and, and we'll probably cross-play on all this, but w- what people don't like, and this happens a lot with Warzone, is when you get your cheaters. Now, cheaters are most prevalent on the PC, right? I'm not saying it's impossible... To have a cheater on a console, but they're more likely to be on PC because you have access to the files. Ease of of access for... So what sucks, what sucks on Xbox at least, PlayStation doesn't have this problem because you can turn it off, but what sucks on Xbox at least with Warzone is Xbox, you're you're forced to cross play in Warzone. And if there's a big cheating problem on PC, that sucks. You can't turn it off. So this is a nice addition because I'm not necessarily upset about playing against people with mouse and keyboard. Uh, Now that I've seen what people like Zlaner can do on the controller. (laughs) Zlaner blows my mind. I'm not, I mean, I I can reach that level one day, you know, and it doesn't matter what I play with. I'm just dominant. But it's the cheaters that, that are frustrating. So I like the fact that we can turn it off the big thing that they're doing. And this is the greatest decision any game developer can ever make in the boardroom is their game will be fully cross progression. If I play yeah. on my Xbox and I get it to level three and I unlock a new gun, I can jump over to my PC and I pick up right where I left off. So cool, all cross progression, so cool. which is great. Um, we talked; to, it basically did the, they talked about unique specialists. I'll let you guys read the article, but one big thing I liked, which was getting a lot of you know stuff or talked about, is we got the new specialist system, which is everybody picks. Think of operators like in Call of Duty, but each specialist has a specific. Thing they can do one person can shoot a healing Dart another person has a wingsuit You know stuff like that What's we got answers about this but people Were wondering well can you have multiple specialists in a squad Answer is yes you can have You you can have more than one Unique specialist per squad which is fine They talked about uh, specialists are going to Have different skins so you know Certain specialists will you know look different. you know All the basically all the call of duty stuff Think call of duty with the operators How you know you can Have different skins so we can have multiple specialists Per Squad which is cool They also talked about The equipping your loadout So this is the first Battlefield where you can Fully customize your loadout No matter what Character class you're playing So a lot of people asked Well Is everybody gonna run Around rocket launchers (laughs) Which Can happen I think this is a part Of the sandbox Uh, So yes if you want 128 players to run around with rocket launchers, you can, but there are things in place to balance it out. If you decide to go, and they said this right in their, their blog post, if you decide to choose a more explosive approach for, us, for your equipment slot, because you can choose your equipment slot, then you won't be able to carry a medical crate or a supply crate. So you have to give up one or the other. So it's basically a balancing effect. If you want to have a rocket launcher, you have to give up having ammo. Mm. And you have to depend on getting ammo from your teammate, which I also think is good because now you're depending on other classes to help you, which I think is good, which is, I think is a very battlefield experience. Sure. Uh, yeah. Same with medical crates. You can, you can have a little bit of ammo, but then you have no meds. So you have to depend on your, you know, your, your teammates and stuff. So we'll, we'll see how it works when we get into the game. I doubt that we're going to have 120 player. Basically everybody's going to use whatever guns overpowered anyway. So, but uh, I just think those are nice little things. This blog post again, it's, they, they they started out by saying, Hey, we've been listening to your feedback, we hear your concerns, here's our answers to those concerns and what we're thinking about doing. They're do I don't know who they hired, David. You should look they into it. Hired somebody but They hired someone or they got someone that said, Hey, this is how we need to treat the community. This is how we need to answer quite you know, like it's they're saying all the right stuff. Yeah. And they're doing all the right things. I think I mean we'll see what happens when the game launches, right? I mean, as of right now, I'm very hyped for it. They got me back in the battlefield zone. And, and we'll see what happens when the game comes out but a lot of cool exciting stuff yeah no I, I coming was, out of battlefield and it just i mean just watching what they've put together the assets that they have to show off the game they it just seems focused and serious mm-hmm. and, and it looks like a good time really super exciting there spicy you've been playing full throttle what is what, <laughs> is what is what is that i saw you on today and it was like full throttle i was like what is full throttle Remastered. That's a fantastic. one. <laughs> it from are you, my childhood? Are you riding a bike around. Is that no, it's is? an old Tim Schafer game. What's oh, okay. so great? Uh, Tim Schafer's a good. He's a cool guy. He's good. way cool. Um, I was going through this week. I went through all the uh, Game Pass games, and I saw. Isn't he Take Two, right? I, or yeah, he's he's the that the, with the Psychonauts. Yeah. Um, they released all his games on Game Pass yeah that's because he's he his his studio is owned by, by microsoft, uh, microsoft yeah. yeah so awesome it's 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 absolutely oh, here i'm gonna turn this off real quick david sorry um so i uh i got i got full throttle i played that as a kid i got day of the tentacle was on there mm-hmm. which you know that point i love click. that one yeah, another point and click one a fun uh one. so full throttle to answer your question david it's a badass biker monkey island game okay okay (laughs) okay it's a point and click with you when you're like a badass motorcyclist and basically your gang gets framed and the story ensues and and uh there is one motorcycle company left in the world and he's the owner has some issues and or something happens to the owner whatever and then they're going to turn that company into a company making minivans. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest premise uh, for a game that I've ever played. That's like similar to a John Wick See, premise. That's another example of being in the development room saying, hey, how can we make this fun? It's <laughs> it's, a, it's a game from the 90s that I played on an uh, old DOS computer. The, you know, you install the sound, cards sound and card that. and everything. In that. It's from my childhood. I've beat it before when I was like 12 years old. And now it's on Game Pass. I saw it on Game Pass. And, <laughs> and I'm it's already remastered. And I'm already 50% through it. <laughs> it's such that a good awesome. game. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's a, in its own world. It's very, I had, you know, what's interesting. I did not know Tim Schafer when I was young. So it makes sense that he made that game. That's funny. It has his flair on it. so good. <laughs> Let's take a couple. Mark Hamill's one of the voices in it. I'll, oh, I'll add that go. in there. Mark, why is Mark Hamill a, such a good voice actor, but a terrible actor? He's not that bad of an He's actor. He's pretty bad. Young Young Mark Hamill, not bad. Okay, new old, Mark Hamill. New Mark Hamill, it's so... Contri- I could do a better job than old Mark at Hamill. At the same time, the movies that he has come out in, I don't think... They really cared about but the acting. Meanwhile, but what I could not do, I could not do voice actor Mark Hamill. Voice actor Mark yeah, Hamill is, is world class. He's really, really. He good. is the Joker. Well, I think he was okay. This is my theory. Give me, give me it, give it to me. I think he was. He was filmed in a movie that had yeah. so much success that acting annoyed the crap out of him. I mm. think he was done with acting because there. And he enjoys voice acting. And voice acting is off the screen, not as much intensity from certain fans. Yeah. And I think it was much more relaxed for him. And I think he did that for a couple decades to kind of cool off. And then Disney brought in a whole bag of money. And, you know. And they said, hey, we'll give you a lot of money if you let us crap on your character. Actually, I think he said this in an interview. He said, I'll only go back if uh, Harrison Ford goes back because he knew Harrison Ford would never do it. (laughs) But. In an interview with Harrison Ford, they asked him why he did it, and he said, "I wanted to get paid. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the movie." Which res like Harrison Ford is an American gem. Respect. Oh man. Oh, and I bet I I don't know if you can look it up, but I bet he got a lot. So let me. Who do you think got more? Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison yeah, Ford yeah, got yeah, the most, yeah. Ford. yeah. I think he was the hardest nut to crack. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the other two were probably like, if he goes, we'll go. Yeah. Yeah, go. yeah. And they yeah, they broke his leg on set, too. Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, Harrison It Wasn't it like on the first day, too, or yeah. something? And like, J.J. Abrams was like, oh, my God. The door God. fell on his leg from like the... <laughs> when he walks in. When he walks in. It fell on his leg, broke his leg as a 80-year-old... Falcon? Yeah. And then when, they're, yeah, when it's he like walks a in, he goes, Chewie, we're home. It fell on his leg and broke his leg on set. Do <laughs> you believe that? Oh. Do we have, this is why he doesn't. Do we have footage of that? Like no, to see I, that. no one has footage. We they just know they, they burned happened. it. <laughs> you want to know an interesting story? You know who I'd like to see do Star Wars in their own style? Zack Snyder, let him do it. Sure. Give me, give me a DC remake Re, of Star Wars. Recut, recut, director's cut. Zack Snyder's director's cut of Star Wars. Can yeah, I well, tell you I mean, a six-hour anything? Will probably be. Good. Can I tell you a story when I met Mark Hamill? Oh, you met Mark Hamill. I met Mark did Hamill. I not know this? No, I can tell you a story, and I I'll, it'll kind of explain the audience he had to deal with at the time. Oh, I think you did tell me this before. My uh, this is when I was in high school. He came to town. He went to one of our local colleges. Oh, that's right. And the question and answer. Yeah, then the Q and A. He went to one of our colleges. This is like <laughs> I mean, a yeah, three-minute story. Yeah. So, if no one wants to hear this, please no, fast go forward. Ahead. Go ahead. So uh, he came one to came to one of our local colleges where I grew up, and I was in high school, and. Uh, I found out that Mark Hamill was coming. My older brother and my friend, you know, were like, oh, how do we go? Because it's in the middle of the day. My brother pretended he was my dad and he checked me out of school. <laughs> and so we we went to this college and we're in the back of the line. It was in this auditorium and there's a line and it swinged all the way around and was like jetting out the parking lot. Anyways, I'm in line and Mark Hamill walked in from the side to go into like the green room, basically, and he sees us. We're like the little kids, you know, well, not little, but we were not college age. Yeah. And he sees us and he goes, hey, I hope you're not ditching high school for this. And I shook his hand. Of like, I kind of, you know, yeah, I am whatever. It's cool. You know, anyways, so he goes in and we sit through the, he does a presentation of what he's been doing, voice acting, things mm-hmm. like that. This is in the nineties. Sure. This is, uh, well, maybe late nineties, tw- early two thousands. Okay. Um, and anyways, so he goes to this Q&A session with the audience, and there were some of the craziest questions I have <laughs> ever heard in my life. Like deep lore questions. Yes, yeah. deep lore questions. There was one question. I remember the guy, we were on the, like, the fourth row. The guy was in the balcony behind me, and I think everybody slow looked back when he asked this question, but his question was to Mark Hamill. He said. And you remember the question? I remember the question. He said... Uh, there's a lot of us that (laughs) believe that Yoda. Did he sound just like that? Yeah. That believe that Yoda is actually God. And we are starting a religion about Yoda being God. He was serious? Yeah. And he's like, what are your thoughts and would you support such a movement? And Mark Hamill (laughs) goes, it's all silent. And he goes, yeah, I've met some pretty weird people. <laughs> and that was his whole response to that question. Didn't answer, you know, didn't go into it or anything. And I think when you have an Those audience kind of fans. like that hounding you so much. this So this is my theory. I think he just had to disconnect. disconnect just like the Anakin Skywalker kid did. Did he do the same thing? Well, the little kid or the... the yeah. Let's Christian. try spinning. That's any crick. You know, that kid. I think fans hated him so much. And it's not that kid's fault. It's the no, director's. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's a story. <laughs> There's, a, There's story. a lot of Lucas problems in that one. But he can... He, like, couldn't do acting anymore because it was so traumatic <laughs> because... <laughs> David laughs at this little kid. No. So I think that's now, why I think he lateraled... Yeah, now this is the pod ray thing I think that's my personal theory, but so, but that doesn't explain why, why he's a bad actor no. as, a, as an adult. <laughs> no. So let me answer that. Okay. Okay. I think he doesn't care because uh, of okay. So it's experience. apathy. It's not. Okay. He yeah. Because doesn't give having said ass. that he is world well, actually, class yeah. voice actor. I mean, the world thing is, class. Is- is he is Luke Skywalker and no one can change that. So, and, yeah, yeah, so true. he doesn't have so to, do anything. Doesn't have to well, do anything. And back then he cared. He was an actor. But then all the influx of just crazy people. Well, He's become jaded. And I think, <laughs> yes. I, think uh, I think I think as clicked as a community manager, I think to community be fa- director, I understand. I think I I think to be fair. And again, this might get me some heat. Mm. But to be fair, I feel like maybe 45% of his bad acting is due to how terribly written The Last Jedi was. Well, well the I will dialogue, give it 45%. Read, it was terrible. Read the well, dialogue I would, in those. I wouldn't on even paper say, and I, see like, people don't talk like I that. I wouldn't even say dialogue because George Lucas had terrible dialogue. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. His, I hate sand. <laughs> gets everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But huh? but Natalie Portman showed up, you know. She's, she's intoxicating. Yes. <laughs> Let's do some questions before we get out of here for the day. Techie eighty uh, seven wrote in and techie eighty seven says, guys I just bought my first gaming PC, nothing too special, but it's 10 times better than my current PC. What games would you guys recommend to try first to see how it handles? I'm a Game Pass Ultimate member. Hands down, no question asked. You want to put your PC through its paces with the Game Pass Ultimate game, Flight Simulator. No questions asked. See what your PC can do with Flight Simulator. It may be a bit better optimized from when we first, the first couple weeks, but it, it... it's fun. And still I still put I, a fan, an oscillating fan I, on the PC just to make sure. I like, you yeah, get I like ice I, packs. I, I still laugh to this day because I remember. Right, ice. I I think I even said it on the show because we played it like the day of, and then I don't know how it lined up, but we played it like the day anyway. And I remember like, wow, this game was so well optimized. It's working great, and I'm thinking like, yeah, it's great. And then I, I think I took my headphones off and heard my computer cranking, and then you hit like the Windows G, and your your freaking <laughs> RAM is at sixty percent. You're like, whoa, redlining. Red <laughs> yeah, you're like, holy cow. So. Yeah, I would do that one. Any any other any other ones? Well, the thing is, is like I always like a lot of people like if you look at like uh, benchmarks, a lot of people use like the Doom games for benchmarks. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, is I think the reason they use them is because those games, unlike Flight Simulator, are so well optimized. You're gonna see for your how your machine, high, yeah, how high your frames per second yeah. can Go how smooth it is, and the fact that it's just a great game to play on the PC. The fluid movement. I mean, it's just it's it, that game is a. I think Doom is a PC yeah, showcase. Uh, Cooper game. in Chat says Forza is a must as well. You have oh, Forza yeah. Motorsport Seven, see what you can crank those up, crank that up to uh, Forza Horizon even, see yeah. what you can crank that bad boy up to. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what games are known for their graphics on PC. Would you know? Gears Five be one that you you could through Game Pass? Well, yeah, because honestly, any game fills the slot because the PC gives you the menu and the options to just go ultra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's always just... I'll all. be honest. It just feels good to click the... Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to look at this menu. Give me ultra settings. <laughs> and you click that. And it goes, <laughs> you know, shadow <laughs> detail. Shadow, Actually, shadow to, hey, to to this day, <laughs> yeah. and you can try it out. To this day, I think The Witcher Three looks incredible on the PC mm. with that NVIDIA the hair. The, technology, yeah, yeah. Hair if you turned it on and fought a bear, whoa! Yeah, great question. Were, it's great like watching question, Monsters Inc. <laughs> yeah, great question, <laughs> Techie. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for writing in. Appreciate it. Let's go to Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious says, "Hello, X One Bros." Uh, hi there, Captain. Hi. What do you think about what Phil Spencer said recently about VR and looking into the possibility of xCloud on the Oculus Quest 2? Jordan, you seem like you uh, immediately want to say Well, something. it's just w- VR. So I've tried VR. I've tried PlayStation VR, and then we actually have tried the Oculus uh, due to one of our uh, supporters uh, sending it to us to try it out, which is great. I like VR, but I still don't think it's there yet. I think there are... We're getting better experiences, and I have heard a lot of good things about like about uh, Half Life Alex, which I've not yet played. So you know, the, keep that in mind. But all the games I have played on VR, the best way I can describe it, it it's been more of a fun experience. Yep. And then I move on. Right. So, it's not where I'm staying for sure. So I mean, this when he says stuff like this, I mean, X Cloud on Oculus Quest Two. Um, it would be cool because then you can play. I mean, it's just I think their goal is to put X Cloud wherever they can. Yeah, you know. So I mean? for like, those of you that don't know, the Oculus Quest Two, it, it doesn't need to be tied to a PC. Yeah, it, you could go to Best free. Buy, you could see it, like sample it out. It's 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 all built into the headset, which is one of the big issues with VR is that you're tethered, tethered and yeah. it really it's it's a tedious setup to say the least. So here's what Phil Spencer did have to say in a recent interview. I believe he was on the Kind of kind of Funny Games show. Uh, he says, quote, as it relates to VR specifically, the best experience that I've seen is Quest 2. And I just think it's untethered ease of use in its capability just doesn't, to me, require it being connected to an Xbox in any way. So when I look at a scenario like that, I think of xCloud. I think of the Xbox Live community. I think of other, th- other things of how we could bring content to a screen like that. Whether we do something like that through first-party or third-party partnerships is kind of a second step to do we think the games that we currently have that we're able to run on our platform would work there. So it's obviously something – here's the thing. I feel like everybody who is in the gaming business is sitting back, looking at VR, and just waiting. Yeah. Is it going to get to a point where it's mass market appeal? It's cool, it's fun, it's very much for me at this point a party experience. Yeah. Well, and the thing the other thing is is if you want mass market appeal, you got to come in with prices that the mass market can pay. Well, I mean, it's $300 for the Quest 2. Yeah, but bad. if you want like the high-end VR experience like I the mean, new the Steam high, high stuff, is is I mean, you're $1000. $1, yeah. yeah. Cuz let, let's be honest, I think the Quest is cool because of its 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 untetheredness. Yeah. But I'm not getting the same experience as a like. I, I would buy you know. the Quest just for Beat Saber. Yeah. The problem is, is I've got to link up my friggin' Facebook profile to it because through Facebook, Qu- Facebook owns it. And yeah. Do was, you have to like Because I don't. I haven't been on Facebook in I think two and a half years. You have to if you get the Oculus if Quest. The Quest. Yeah. The Quest. Que- yeah. Because Facebook owns Quest. You've got to sign into there. You can't use with the one that's tied to to your PC. Just Quest or the Oculus. Sorry. You can use Steam VR. This is gonna be kind of a uh, I don't know if this is like a, a controversial or whatever, but that's a deal breaker for me. I um, hate face. I hate <laughs> that place. The other thing <laughs> is is the other <laughs> thing, <laughs> thing is like, and maybe it's maybe it's changed. Someone in chat can correct me, but to my understanding, I think because I really like Beat Saber. I and love the ability to just be in my living room with my wife on a you know on a Saturday night or even outside for that matter doing Beat Saber. I have it's to a good it's a good workout. <laughs> but we purchased on the Oculus on Steam VR a bunch of add-on songs. To my understanding with the Quest 2 since you have to use Facebook, you lose all that. You have to rebuy it if you want it because it's on a separate platform. Yeah. I, I can't I can't if they if they force me to sign into Facebook with any of my electronic devices, those are going in the garbage we'll see like and, and i don't i, I don't, remember, you don't remember so remember that's <laughs> honestly a deal breaker for me <laughs> yeah, yeah. not a, not because of my password because i legitimately hate the software <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a, so well i mean let's let's say hypothetically they bring x cloud x cloud to the quest 2 because it's wireless you know yeah. and that's the and i will admit that's an appeal to it you're getting high quality games on your vr headset which i think is great but then he also brings up another point: What in our portfolio? Because I feel like you do have to make a game it's for be the right VR. Game. So, like, no offense, but I think it's great that I can sit there and I'll play Gears you, of War on my VR. But at I'll that point, you, why I'll not give play you a my, natural fit for it because of a couple of reasons. You don't have to worry about moving around or anything like. But any Forza game, yeah, because you can go to the cockpit. You can go to the cockpit. It's an experience flight simulator would be the next next But here's my thing. What's simulation. cool What's cool about VR, even in racing games, is when I'm in VR, like in, for- let's say I'm in VR Forza or whatever, yeah. if I turn to the left, I actually look out my window. Yeah. Is Forza made for that? I don't think it's developed for that. That's what I'm saying. And that's, I think, it, the point No, no, but, but what I'm saying is that would be the type of game yeah. that yeah. you build yeah. for a, a game flight yeah, simulator. simulator. Games. Yeah. And I think that that's where the ultimate experience is for those games because you don't have to move around outside of like a beat saver. You don't have to move around it's sitting well, down and looking beat saber is kind of a cockpit game too because you're standing there yeah, you're you're not, you are not, you're moving, not moving and you're just yeah choo-choo. there is there is a movement factor and then there's the does the movement factor match the game and then does it make you sick because for instance minecraft has some experimental vr stuff <laughs> yeah that was, that was and not spicy. ready almost threw up <laughs> Oh, that playing was, that game and it was super was, cool to be in our minecraft world in 3d very cool it just didn't work standing there looking around was fine but as soon as i started moving forward within 10 seconds i was gonna hurl yeah it man. was that no i i think vr is cool and and i think there there are some games that do vr really well but I think I'm just waiting for like you said I think I just, I'm just waiting for that next I'm waiting for ready player one. Someone will probably <laughs> do it and do it well, and when they do, look out. But we're yeah. not there yet. We're not that that just doesn't exist. But it's super exciting. Captain Obvious, great question. Thank you very much. Let's do our last question. One more question. Everybody, let's do it. Let's take it from KO Connects. KO Connects writes in and says, How does it go, bros? I was talking with my little brother the other day and we had a moment where I just looked at him and thought, quote, this reminds me of a Jordan the Bastard story, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what I want to know what yeah. the what We're, the scenario <laughs> was because that's hilarious. Uh, okay, CalCon- says, "Where did those go and can we bring them back? Thanks again for all you guys and the community. Thank you very much, Kennex, for those of you that don't know, we have shared many Jordan the man Jord, Jordan the Bastard story. That's just a nickname that he is. He is known as the Bastard. Uh, they'll come back They'll come back It's just Honestly it was never they like They just a, have to Naturally have it We have to let them Naturally occur Do we have the music I'm looking Actually, actually for a bastard I'm, story I'm looking I can pull it up quick On this If I need to Are uh, yeah, you gonna tell a story n- No I don't have a story Right now But part of what we need Is a is the the, the atmosphere And the theme The music If if a bastard story ever, ever comes to fruition Anyways KO Connects They've not gone away I do I have it but then, I, I, pre- I preload it. it Let's hear yeah, it just... There it is that it is, wouldn't, put it this way, it wouldn't be special if they were always around. This is true. This is true. So let's just recap for those who... We're going to get clicked so quick on YouTube Oh, yeah, for you, this got, yeah, you might oh yeah. want to right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll, we'll bring them back. It'll probably be a pre-show thing for the Bastard <laughs> yeah, Story. We probably already got... Uh, we probably already got clicked right there, yeah, right the, away. We cannot monetize this video now. Right away. <laughs> It's on that pet we, commercial. We never, Maybe we can do well, not it. It's not yeah. even the monetization that we're worried about. There are certain songs, and you don't know what they are. They ban your video. Like, your video gets blacked out. That it oh, yeah, becomes yeah. Un, We don't necessarily care about the yeah, monetization. Yeah, I guess we're yeah. all audio, really. We or... care that people can see it. Yeah, <laughs> we we are we are here to be so seen. So that is... We are... We're outlaws now. <laughs> we're outlaws. <laughs> God, dang, hopefully Sarah will... Be cool with that, Greg. Sarah McLaughlin, right? McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah. Sarah. Greg McLaughlin. Sarah, we Greg. love you. Greg. <laughs> Greg McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's take one more. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. It's Mint. It's Mint Redson says, because this is also kind of concerning the show. He says, what's the chances of doing a monthly guest spot? I'm sure there'd be plenty of de- devs out there. That would love to come on the show Even done remotely for Q&A Especially indie, indie developers thoughts I mean it's something that we've discussed before yeah. It's something and that we've done before We have done in the past, yeah We had I, uh, I Oops, sorry go well, ahead. I was just going to say Larry Herb Ryan McCaffer Gareth, Gareth, was cool. Gareth, Gareth was really was really Coker Gareth Coker Gareth Coker Yeah, really well, was yeah. really cool Still still uh, on my friends list on Xbox <laughs> He has friended me Oh, wow Because, because we're, we're going to do Madden He's a big Madden what, guy What's he playing? I, he, don't yeah. I don't know I don't know A lot of Ori Maybe yeah. a lot of I'm sure he's playing a lot of Ori <laughs> 3. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he was a really cool guest. Uh, it's something really that nice. we've thought about and we can do. I think I think what works better is instead of having it in the middle of a podcast, is to have a standalone. So I for instance, and especially now that we're on YouTube, we had Andrew from the Level Up show where we were able to get a PlayStation mm-hmm. perspective a few weeks ago. I think that format works better. Quick one-on-one questions answered out the door. It's It's focused. <laughs> I think I think that that it's it's better than stuffing it in. We used to stuff them in the middle of a podcast and I just don't think that that works as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I uh, concur. It is something that we've talked about and probably mm-hmm. will come back at some point. How so. are you guys cold? Yeah, it is getting cold. I'm a little chilly. That it's thing said, the air conditioner is working. Freezing, chilly. you and know yeah. what that means? That means it's time to go. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh! Everybody, <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in this week. We hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have. It's been a grand time here on the X One Bros, your positive gaming and Xbox community. If you haven't, rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show. Also. Come join us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash x1pros. All the links to all of our other crap is there. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll see you guys next week.